0: What's up everybody, it's Chad. I'm back again with another episode of Ask Chad Grassy Logic. We're getting into the nitty-gritty, it is episode 36. Um, and I'm here with Fausto from Galileo.
1: What's up, Fausto? What's up guys? It's me Fasto Quesada with Galileo Cannabis LLC. We're a newly licensed retail store based out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, so. Glad to be here. Appreciate you having us.
0: Appreciate you all coming down, man. You know, driving down from making that trip. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be excited to hang out afterwards and we'll have a, you know, pretty cool session and everything. Check oh, yeah. Appreciate you yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Um, so yeah, guys, <clears throat> as you said, they're from Galileo and everything. We'll get <clears throat> to that in a second. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about a few things. Of course, we're going to be talking about Galileo, but there's also some stuff happening um, within the rules of the CCD. And also there was like an interim committee that happened uh, yesterday. I covered it a little bit, but today I'll cover it a little bit more in bulk. We'll have a good conversation about it um and we'll talk about it more. So anyways, let's get into the episode today. So, let's talk about Galileo Cannabis Company. So, before we do though, tell people a little bit about about yourself. How long you've been in the industry, you know, what your passion and everything that drove you into this.
1: Okay. Yeah, so I am born and raised out of Albuquerque like I already said so i honestly i barely got into the cannabis industry probably about like two three years ago uh-huh. uh, i actually got into a really bad accident a snowboarding accident i oh. broke my pelvis and sacrum and it kind of drove me more into the cannabis industry i I had always smoked occasionally with like some buddies and stuff yeah but never really took it too serious and after i got into my accident uh, one of my close buddies he's like dude let's 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 see what we could do about opening up a dispensary. like at least coming up with some ideas so so yeah we uh we we sat there and we kind of ran with some like different names we we're sitting there smoking and just looking at the stars and and so that's that's kind of like where like i kind of got into the industry i guess and and i i really love the the medicine medicinal side of it I, I definitely like the the stories that that you see like kind of where it goes in and changes people's lives and stuff like that but i definitely um yeah i'm not bad i shit shitted that one I, uh, no no don't uh, worry about it man you yeah. did a good job no that yeah, was great it was explaining terrible. it
0: but i mean no that was great you did a good job you know like um it's it's
1: <laughs> we got some reactions it's back but i said we it's got some reactions
0: <laughs> but we, we keep it moving man you know that's a great you know like there's a lot of passion behind that and i could tell you know like you know there's a lot of information you want to give out and sometimes you know it's just like ah yeah. but no you know totally i get it you know like you're you're in this you know you got hurt and then you realize you know cannabis is a medicine for you and you know yes. it's changed your lives like so many people myself you know, yes. so many people that were in the medical cannabis industry for so long here in New Mexico. You know, yeah. I've been in it for 10 years now. You know, it's, it's yes. going, going a little ridiculous how long I've been here. Um, but, you know, it is it is a medicine. I've seen it change people's lives, seen it save people's lives, um, especially my vets. You know Heck what yes. I mean? So, yeah, it's totally great to see that you, know, you have that passion and drive
1: and everything. Yes. So,
0: yeah, is there anything else you want to share before we move on to Galileo itself?
1: Uh, no, honestly, uh, just shout out to the whole Galileo team. I appreciate everyone. We wouldn't be where we uh, are if it wasn't for you guys. You know that's gonna be my boy Manny, my boy, uh, my boy Cisco, my cousin D, my boy Prince, and my boy Seth. Uh, shout out Sav Smokes, everyone else, and without you guys it wouldn't have been possible. So let's do this. And also my fiance, that's the main one. That's that's the whole. She's the, everything behind the behind the business. So holding you
0: know, it down, huh? Hold she's, the down.
1: she's doing it.
0: Doing it. Awesome, guys. Awesome. And you know without the team, you know it's nothing. So that's nothing. awesome that you do that. Um, we'll, we're moving on. We'll talk about Galileo. Shout out to the team again. You yeah, have an awesome team. You know, I've met him a couple times, so it's pretty cool that you know, give him a shout out. So, um, so can you give a little history, of background of who Galileo is? You know, like where did the idea come from and everything, because it's you know, pretty interesting
1: name. I guess, honestly, me and my buddy after my accident, we were literally just sitting there, just in the garage, smoking up joints, and we we're like, what would be a cool name for a dispenser? And we just sitting there, sitting there, we're tossing around names back and forth, trying to mix names, and we we looked up and we both like kind of had this like moment that we, like, snapped, we're like, Galileo, we're like, yeah, we, <laughs> just, we studied the stars, we just sat there, like, actually, like, just embracing the stars, and kind of just in the moment, and we weren't sure where it was going to play out, and it kind of, the idea kind of sat for, like, probably, like, six months, and then I just kind of, it was like a list in my note, basically, in, in my phone that I had, and one day I touched on it. And I was like, you know, what? I need to see what I could do with this business yeah. model. See where we could take it.
0: in. That's great. You know, yeah. I think about that too. When I when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. You know, like a, not even having to know the background and everything. And you know, he's known mm-hmm. to, to be quoted as, you know, I love the stars too much to be afraid of the dark. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and that, that's great to, to hear. You know, sometimes it gets a little dark here in New Mexico. <laughs> but at least you got the, the stars. stars. You know, yes. at least you got the stars. It lights so.
1: everything up. It lights
0: everything up. Awesome. So who did your logo? Like, where, you know, that's a pretty cool logo that you guys got. You know, for some some crazy guy on the street gave this yeah. to me. You know, right. like. <laughs> yeah,
1: crazy <laughs> no uh honestly me and my buddy or no i i sat there and i was looking up graphic designers and i had looked up uh, a lot of i had asked around in the cannabis industry and tried seeing who kind of was good with art like specific to the cannabis and and i found this one person i forgot what their name was it was kamaki kamaki it was this guy based out of a uh, the Philippines. Okay. And so there's yes. definitely a language barrier right there for sure. I've, I've had to do that before, yeah. Yeah, and he <laughs> killed it though. I, I told him what I wanted and I like, kind of gave him ideas, and he killed it. But he just didn't give me give it to me in the right file. So later down the road, whenever I had to like use it on different like different products, like shirts or like different like blow like blowing up for like the the flyers stuff. Oh, like, like the that. vector files. Yeah, the vector yeah, files. Okay. He gave it to me in a PNG, like just a PNG file, and yeah. I, it wasn't the proper one. So. I had to go kind of get it redone by my boy, uh, Ransom Studios. Mm-hmm. And the the way I had met him was from uh, my other buddy in the cannabis industry. I had seen he was doing his art, and I was like, yo, is it cool if I hit up your boy? And he's like, for sure, bro. He's like, do it. And so I, I hit him up, and turns out this guy is a local in New Mexico, and he has a lot of different um, contracts with people around the United States, specifically the cannabis industry, and he's doing all their, like, Wrap like all the like jars like mm-hmm. all the different media basically for those companies and so i reached out to him and he ended up living in santa fe oh okay he's like, he like i've actually been meaning to reach out to you he's like i seen like we had a mutual friend he's like i wanted to like reach out and so we sat down and had lunch and i threw my ideas and since then now we have like a we kind of have like a little like monthly or like every two months we meet we meet i shoot him my ideas and we kind of come up with like some different art so yeah different graphics and stuff so It's it's Ransom Studios who kind of went in and retouched my logo, but the original guy was uh, Kamaki. He was based out of the Philippines.
0: Dope. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's funny. I've used Fiverr once before oh, yeah. and uh, for something that I was doing on Twitch you know, during COVID. Yeah. And uh, the guy I was working with was from, I think, uh, Thailand or something. So okay. the, the language barrier kind of sucked. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah. There was a couple things misspelled, and I was like, I don't even know what word that is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so was funny I was always waking up in the morning and I would wake up to all kinds of messages, and then I would message her back, and then I wouldn't hear back till the next morning. Oh, the uh, yeah, the time was, difference. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah so yeah. I was always tripping out. I was like, what? So, uh, that, was, that was crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing, you know, and it's great to see that's that, awesome. you know, artists are getting you know involved in the industry and everything and you know they're needed yeah, you know we're exactly. seeing it more and more you know so long the days of you know hand jamming stuff you know yeah, so you know you exactly. can't do that Got
1: graphic designers are key for sure in exactly and I, and- I know a couple people out in a, uh different bigger states that um their marketing is just on point you walk oh, in yeah. and they they have their graphic designers and they're oh. whipping up all the different designs for all the upcoming projects they have and it's it's cool you could see how they set their stone in the industry versus other people that don't Focus on marketing too much. So, no. I think graphic designing is huge for sure. It's, I
0: agree. And yeah. and speaking of pretty and all that, you know, your shop. I've been there a couple of times. And you know, speaking of that, you you seem to have knocked that out of the park. Um, you know, from the floors to the walls to the to the atmosphere and the lighting. You know, it's just really pretty in there. You can change the lighting at, you know, the, the okay. drop of a dime. You know, make it whatever you want, darker, lighter. Um, and also, there's a basketball hoop. And that's something yeah. I've never seen in a dispensary before. Maybe there is somewhere else in the States. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've never seen that before in New Mexico. And yeah, that's yes. pretty cool. Because, you know, in Alamogordo, for some reason, it seems like all of us play ball.
1: Oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, we're more it. So all of us play ball, even the Cowboys.
0: <laughs> um so yeah it, it was it was pretty cool to see that sit there shoot some hoops you know i know we did that pop-up with you know Chris's craft and you know we, me yeah. and josh got to sit over there and you know shoot yeah, a couple so, three shots y'all okay, and so. um it was pretty cool to see you know that the fact that not only do you have like the atmosphere you have the astronaut in the wall or you have the you know the picture op you know that's a yes. perfect opportunity you know to get tags and stuff like that you know it's part of free marketing um yes. you know you guys are always doing events and stuff like that too which is great we'll get more on that in a little bit but you know like even even from the way that you structure like your your shop, you know, it's very open. You know, yes. you walk in it's not like hitting you in the face right away. You know, it's not like the Colorado and California model where you're stalked by some big dude who's mean and wanting to check your ID. Yeah. You know, like, you know, it's a little more welcoming, you know, yes. versus, you know, that that kind of model and I like that and I appreciate it because you're doing something different. You know, I you're guess. not following the same model. You're thinking outside of the box. And that's something I can
1: appreciate, you know. And that, when I, I walked guess. in, I was like Galileo. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh yeah, dude. I love that. Yeah. And that's exactly what we were aiming for whenever we were designing everything is me and my fiance were walking through and we're like, all right, everything has to like we're about experience. We want to create an experience here. Like yes, yes you walk into dispensaries, you're crammed, you can't fit you can't turn a corner usually without kind of getting bumping into someone else or yeah. knocking over else something. So yeah. we definitely do have a lot of space and it's it's we were working on utilizing a lot more of our space and kind of making it a little bit more not crammed, but definitely we have a couple spots. Where we're like, all right, we need to put stuff here. We need to definitely catch a couple, couple different um, audiences, I guess. But, uh, but that that was one thing we were after. Is like we, we wanted people to walk in mm-hmm. and feel like they were in the in a galaxy, like the stars. Like as soon as people walk in, the the floor just just catches you. you yeah, know? and that was our main thing. Is, I had gotten a couple quotes, uh, like different samples on the floor, and that one guy that uh, my boy DecoCrete, uh Solutions, he's actually working on the cookies building right now. Oh, so man. he's he's taking on some big projects. He's killing it, and he's, yeah. he's he he has a floor business, and he was the one that came to me with that exact sample on that floor, and I was like, dude, this is the one. <laughs> I was like, let's go. I was like, it's, it's it's it. You it just loses you, and it it fit exactly what I wanted to to create. So yeah, that was perfect. So the the honestly the basketball court it it came after we had already opened Mm -hmm. and we were like dude we need to have like some type of game in here because we had a we we were originally going to do this uh chess and checkers i was talking to my buddy and we're going to do this big like chess and we're just like that's just too much we're like i don't know about that and one day me and my my homegirl taylor actually from south smokes she was like dude let's do a basketball court and i was like Oh, I was like, that's it. Oh, I was like, that's it. So I literally got on Amazon, got the freaking thing, ordered it right there. Yeah. And we, we put it up the, like in like two days. And right after we put it up, my boy Manny, he goes and freaking, he slams dunk, he slam dunks it and it takes it off the oh! wall. It, <laughs> it comes right off the wall. So I was like, no. So we had to come add like a different layer of protection and kind of add like a some more like extra like protection basically onto it so it could hold onto the wall more and yeah and yeah it was funny though but after that it seems to have been a hit and we have a bunch of new stuff that we're like trying to add into the shop to kind of not necessarily we don't we still want it to be open and welcome but there is definitely a lot of space that we have that we're trying to see what we could do with.
0: Yeah, definitely. Sure. You know, a couple more displays and stuff like that. I yeah. can see that, you know, because there is a lot of room. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, you know, you're shooting hoops while, with the shooting stars. Yeah. So that's pretty dope, you know, to oh, yeah. go in there because you do get
1: the atmosphere, of, you know, with the cosmos. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so crazy because you could see people going in are just like at first they're like kind of in a rush. And I'm like, hey, wait, 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 come here. I like walk around and I'm like. Ready to win a pre-roll, and they're just like looking at me like, "What the fuck, is guy?" Gonna you know. And so we walk around, and I take him to the court, and I pick up the basketball. The basketball. And as soon as I do it, they like, "Oh, I never played basketball. <laughs> I don't take golf for an answer We're like, oh, yeah. "You're playing today. You're going to yeah, so win this." <laughs> And you know if it's a grandma we let her scoot up a little bit more you know but if it's if it if you got the cousin there you're, you're shooting him from full court you know yeah yeah and uh we so it's funny we we usually line it up with this balloon that we have uh, on the on the wall so that's how we know like where to have people to shoot but okay they get six tries they they after the if they they get six tries if they make three of them in a row they win a free pre-roll uh. and it's so cool because after you do this with people their experience from walking in, like they could be super serious or like ready to go or in a rush, but after you do that with them, some of them are like, no, no, I don't want to do it. And you just make them do it anyway. And I promise, every single one after they're done with that, they leave smiling. And they're like, dude, that was such a cool experience. Like what? Like never done anything like that. So that was that hit the park. That was perfect. So shout out Taylor on that one. Came and clutch. Came and clutch. Appreciate you. (laughs) Yeah, so that that was a perfect idea. We we have a ton of other little random things that we're trying to add in there and just See what we can do to spice it up some more.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, you know, if you can cross me up, you know, you get a free doobie yeah. or something like that. You <laughs> know, show me your best moves. Yeah, exactly. And one days. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. With <Where's> Professor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> professor. Bro, like, like a little tournament.
1: We were thinking, like, do a little tournament. Like, just, just messing it around, you know, just bringing the community together and just making that impact is is what we're we're after, for sure.
0: Nice. Yeah, dude, that, I'm, that's great to see. And it's, it's great to be a little more active. You know, you go into dispensaries. Sometimes it's a little serious, you know, yeah. like. Uh, no phones! Yeah. Oh, stand in line! I'm like, am I back in the army eating yeah. chow? What the yeah, hell is going on? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, come on? I'm like, y'all giving me PTSD yeah. by being yeah. here. Go <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no. yeah. somewhere else, chill. I'm going to yeah. shoot some hoops. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's great to see. And, you know, even the structure, you have like a smoke shop inside of the shop and it's yeah. like separate from everything else. You know, like sometimes you go into a smoke shop and there's stuff everywhere. It's kind of distracting to the customer and, you know, yes. what they're trying to get into the product. And it's great because you can do one or the other. You don't have to do the same at the same time, or huh. both at that. You know, at the same. Huh. Um, and that's great. You know, like I, I noticed that too. And I was like, you know, it's not as distracting. I can actually pay attention to the product. What do they have? What do I want? And then either or, I can go to there first and get something like, oh, I need a, I need a bomb. Yeah. You know, I need a pipe. You know, it paper. broke. You know, like I just got to get that first. Okay, cool. Let me go see what they have, I or guess. vice versa. You know, like. I need some weed I, you know well, let's go see what bongs they have yeah exactly so what kind of you know stuff on the the smoke shop side do you really like like to carry and you know what do you guys specialize
1: honestly so that one it's a it's a whole separate entity okay so they they um that one they don't sell nicotine or tobacco uh just because it's not about and they don't have their um so that's that's one thing we don't sell in there but what we do focus on carrying is a lot of local art so there's oh, a dope. lot of local artists in there um Truly, that's my buddy Greg and Taylor. So that's their Sav Smokes. That's that's their entity. So they're the ones who kind of control like the on what's gonna go on their shelf, stuff like that. But I definitely know that a lot of local artists have went in there, dropped off some some glass and stuff like that. So it, it, they they've created that impact in the community. They actually have a, a show um, a glass show coming up. It's gonna be the first in. New Mexico. They might have done it before, but they're definitely aiming to do it on a very large scale, and they've teamed up with some some pretty big people in the in the uh, in the glass industry. Yeah. So they're 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 working. They're grinding yeah. for sure. They're doing it, and I'm excited for that event. It's gonna be really fun. Um. So stay tuned for that. I think it's coming around like I think next month is what they said. Like okay. next month or December. Yeah. But it's gonna it's gonna be really fun for sure. I know they're gonna have a lot of local. I think they're aiming to only bring local artists. Um, local local blowers in mexico that's dope but i won't release too too much i'll definitely let them let them see what they're gonna do but they're they're killing it and i know that every single time someone walks in they um they're bringing like they have this little uh like this rig and it's like an electric rig dude you put your hands on it and like the like it's static like there's little like energy like bulbs. oh that's dope you know, like the old school yeah. ones you put your hands yeah, on like yeah. spencers so <laughs> they have, they have all kinds of random stuff like that that's super cool and it's it's super unique and my they had already been in the glass industry for a while so they jumped in and they're they're killing it they're doing their thing it's it's exciting for sure
0: that's dope man i'm glad to see that you know we're really in the industry here embracing local You know, like, I get it, there's other states doing this, there's other states doing that. Let us figure it out how we want to do it here. You know, like, let us give you a different experience from Colorado, California, Washington. You know, because I've noticed even when I go to those states, I do get a different experience. So, you know, like, let us figure it out, you know, and you're on that path, too. You know, and other people can, you know, really take note and say, okay, let's think outside the box and make this New Mexico. You know, like, let's do something cool. You know, maybe someone will have a bull, and if you lasso it, you win a free doobie. Dude, dude, you know, that'd be kind of cool. Sure. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool to see. Yeah,
1: that would be, be dope to see, like, at Matchbox because that would fit their theme. Oh, that so, would that pick that would the theme. Really yeah, cool. y'all at Matchbox,
0: you should probably hey, do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Not gonna have them cool. on the show sometimes when she stops being shy. I know I called you out, but stop being shy, dude.
1: You don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't buy, don't buy Yeah, I don't Much love to that. them. Yeah, yes, they kill it for sure. I, I i had seen them on the map for a while, so it was, it was cool whenever we actually got some of their product on our and they kill
0: it. Yeah, they do. You know, some of the best product you know out there, and when they go to events and everything, they have some flower out there you can see and check yeah. it out for yourself. And I love that because not many people show you a live plant, how it is in the exactly. state that it is currently growing, yes. and that's really cool. um So that, that's something that's outside of the box. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's so, different. Yeah. And it's that's different. what you want. You don't yeah. want
1: something just your average dispenser or your average retail store whatever it is you want to create that experience and yeah. i feel like that's what's truly going to make that impact and kind of make you stand out in my opinion 100
0: percent, you know and you know i also noticed that you guys do pizza yes totally. <laughs> we cool. went
1: from doing it every day and now we're just doing it thursdays fridays and saturdays okay um but yeah it's it's been very good so far honestly it's it's my buddy seth he's the one who came in and kind of whipped everything up and he he's the mastermind behind it he's He's been at pizza for like 15 years, okay. and so he's he really knows what he's doing. Like yesterday, yeah. I was just over there, and he was just whipping up all kinds of different ingredients, doing, it and I was like, I was like, it smells delicious. but I was like, but I don't know what you do. I was yeah, like, just, just do it. And I was like, yeah. whip it up, because um, we we actually had to make all like the dough. So we make all the dough fresh, we make all the sauce fresh, everything's in house, and um, so yeah, yesterday he was whipping it all up today uh, together, so we could have it ready for today and for for Saturday. So. that that, that's been very fun and it's been different too it's one thing like uh some days like every other like weekend we're giving away free pizza yeah and we'll work on promoting it more and getting it more on social media but more of like the locals around us like the more like everyday shoppers yeah they already know they'll come in and be like hey where's my pizza (laughs) (laughs) where's my slice bro (laughs) they they definitely hold us to it bro so it's it's been a cool fun experience for sure and it's it's different too exactly like we were talking about it's something that's gonna draw people in you know and it's not Like this, uh, my buddy, my buddy Antonio from Turp Garden, he's like, dude, he's like, you have this, he's like, you have food, uh, food, glass, and cannabis. Yeah. Like, Like, that's all three. He's like, those are three things like you have that's like super different that a lot of people don't have. So that's, that's where we're kind of really focused on and kind of seeing what we could do with those with those opportunities for
0: sure. 100%, you know, and that's that's great to go that route, you know, because you can get an eighth and a you know a quarter slice. Yeah, you exactly. know? <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. You want the yeah like, what exactly. do you want? You want the eighth slice to go with the eighth? Exactly. <laughs> that
1: would be super dope, yeah. It's, it's super cool. It's it's different, you know, yeah. so it's cool.
0: That is cool, you know, and like, like you said, it's outside of the box, and the, I mean, you put the pizza in the box, but you know, yeah, can exactly, get outside of that. Exactly, and then that's exactly. great that, you know, that, that you see that. And when I saw that, I was like, that's cool. I was like this is dope and you know what other things do you really have in planned for galileo you know outside of this or is it like super secret squirrel stuff
1: a little bit a little bit okay. of both. you know okay. we definitely have some stuff that we're working on that's some big different projects but our, to be honest this was one of my first ventures that i'd ever taken on i, I owned a, i still own a mobile notary company it's called prosper for you so that's that's been my main butter then my main pride and joy and after I kind of had to shy away from that and fully open Galileo, get that up and up and running the way I wanted it to. And now after the two months of us being open, I feel like it's been so now we're finally breathe a little bit. So we're able to like focus on all the other projects. So one small thing, I know we're going to add like a new little game in the, in the showroom. Like we're going to have like a new game. That's a, you're going to be able to walk in and um, I don't know exactly what the game's called, but it's like, where there's different sticks on a certain section of the wall. And they're sticking out, and there's kind of like a like a board blocking the sides of it, and you drop the um, like a bar, like a token. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: so yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah.
1: One small thing we're gonna do, and we have a bunch of like little small like little ideas that we're gonna do. So really, the sales floor is really just gonna be changing dramatically, just adding more stuff in there and making it more eye catching and stuff like that. Definitely still make it where you can breathe because that's one thing we really want. Because I've walked into countless dispensaries where, like I said, you can't turn and do anything. So. Yeah the main thing that really just keep your eyes peeled is the the sales floor we're trying to see what we could do with that but we also um outside we're the we we are working on getting our consumption license and we're just running through a couple like roadblocks but be be ready to be able to smoke outside enjoy some pizza on the little patio area for sure it's it's gonna be nice but yeah yeah, other than that we have a couple big projects that we'll just we'll wait till there a little bit more more settled in. More matured. Yeah, we got this. Yeah. Appreciate that. I respect that
0: 100%. So you guys, you know, stay tuned and, you know, you'll find out, you know, what they have and you know, and plan and everything. So that's great. Um, So I noticed your selection, you know, you know, what cannabis you have is very wide. You have so many people, you know, like there's so many different, you know, different, just not dispensaries, but different, you know, producers, different manufacturers, you know, you have in there. Um, What is, you know, one of your favorites or, you know, what is really selling hot right now?
1: You know, so one, honestly, our my buddy from uh, Iron Fist campus, okay. he was one of the first people that showed us some love and kind of took us serious, I guess, because being the underdog is trying to run into an industry like this. It's it's rough. People don't take you serious at all. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, yeah at first opening, <laughs> I mean, he yeah. was definitely, like, very welcoming, and he he showed us the same energy he's showing us this day, you know, now that we kind of have a little bit more branding and we're a little bit more established. But that that that's – we got some um, – some rosin off of them from uh, it was from soul cannabis like like it was like okay. a month it was like right when we opened it was right yeah. when we opened and that stuff flew because it was just i got it for such a good price so they they definitely came that was one thing and then i would say um definitely keep your eyes peeled like fior carts do really good for us there's uh, assurance laboratories uh, my buddy over there at Couchlock you know there's there's a ton of brands like you said it's it gets countless of we definitely at first when we jumped in we jumped in with a lot of different brands that we weren't too sure of and we were we're kind of slapping ourselves on the back for it now but we definitely have gotten a little bit more educated on what brands and what their morals and kind of kind of what and what type of quality they're producing um so so now we're kind of dialing in a little bit more and getting more picky basically yeah. like at first yes we wore like yeah everyone like let's go and yeah so now we're trying to really all right like who's who's like really been rocking with us since day one who you know who's who whose products pushing at the yeah. end of the day that's going to be the main main point is yeah, what's, that's fair. What's going? yeah exactly yeah. so but we definitely are taking those two considerations into play and seeing what other relationships we establish and which ones we keep yeah 100%. so 100 yeah so the there, there's a lot though there i know like assurance laboratories couch lock z labs um, Alto Cannabis, um, Matchbox Farms. Uh, uh, my buddy, me and my buddy Terp Garden. That's that's he. That's someone to keep an eye out for sure. He's, okay. He's he's killing it. He he definitely he's he's coming in hot. Me and him have a lot of different stuff plants. So so that's one. Those are probably like one of some of my top favorite brands for sure. Heck yeah, bro.
0: Yeah, and thank you for sharing that. You know, and and speaking of, I mean, there's one that is in there you didn't mention. So you have a cousin in the industry too, right?
1: That's actually something I was going to talk to you about. No, I don't what what cousin was it?
0: Um, oh, wait, no, I, I flipped that. There's someone else in the cousin. Sorry. Okay Yeah, yeah, time there's someone a... else
1: I had that because you know,
0: you're so supportive in the community Yeah, um, and like yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll fix that in another, another nice. time but um, yeah, you're so supportive in the community that you know, I had these guys on the show. It's um uh, Green Fuego. Oh, yeah. yeah, I noticed you guys had some of that there too. Yeah, I, I actually bought some there last time I was there um,
1: those.
0: Yeah, yeah, those because you're so involved in the community I wanted to mention that too because you go to all these events Or you have events, you know, and like, you know, you invite all these people. And that's one thing that I've noticed that's happening now is, you know, different manufacturers are getting together. Different retailers are getting together. Different producers are kind of getting together. And we're all kind of meshing together do these different things. And it's great to see that. You know, it's great. Um, And that's one thing that I've noticed about you guys that, you know, you're all about community and culture. You know, and you guys come from community and culture, too. And that's the difference. And that makes a huge difference because you guys are more in tune with what do we want? You know what's here you know like how do we need to work with this to to make it more of a community you know because you guys will show up to events we're there and you know there's different retailers there, there's different manufacturers there we're just having a good old time together you know we're sharing product you know we're talking about what's going on you know like yeah let's you know let's collab let's do this and that and so you know we we, um we we just kind of get together and it's great because for some reason down here in the south it's kind of sparse with that you know it's slowly kind of getting together but there's still a lot of ah and i think it's because during the medical days we were so Spread out, and there wasn't as much of a community like it was in Albuquerque. And you know, and we kind of are behind in community when it comes here um, because you can tell it makes a difference, you know, like a total difference. Um, And it's just great to see that you guys are, you know, almost in the forefront of being a part of community. You know, like anytime I go to Albuquerque, I'm seeing the events, you guys are a part of it, you're putting them on, you know, especially with the pizza stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the the pizza stuff is great. Um, And and so, you guys, you know, shout out to to you guys 100% for, you know, going the extra mile to do that you know okay. like not many people were like oh yeah we're not gonna you know bother ourselves with doing pizza too you're like no bring that shit on let's do it you know like <laughs> let's let's make the pizza let's sling some pizza let's do it so you know it's great to see um what else do you have in plans for the community like you know events and stuff like that do you have anything you want to share in that that
1: front yeah 100 percent. like honestly we have countless events that we're working on with the moment with different businesses and stuff so that's one that was one thing that i that i noticed that the industry was so it's still it's it's cutthroat you know it's hard to to work with other retailers it's hard to work with manufacturers producers you know the communication there's it's nothing's always aligned properly so it's it's cool whenever you were actually all able to get together as one and see what we could all do together you know and it's 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 amazing like i i've seen a lot of different events that i've been at or i've hosted that i've seen other people like uh different brands that were able to connect and start collabing and stuff like that so i love that that's that's what we're after. We want yeah. the community to work together. We want everyone to engage together. Mm-hmm. We're not, there's, you know, there's, there's enough, there's enough bread for everybody, you know, yeah. let's, let's all work together. Let's all help each other. And let's, let's grow. You know, I know at the end of the day, it can't always be like that and you have to be careful with who you share what with, but at the, that's, that's one thing is we really want to bring everyone together, especially the cannabis industry and just really see, see what we could do together and see, see where it could take us. Cause, um there was there's an event that we got coming up on um on our uh what is it it's October 27th I'm sorry okay October 27th it's oh, our weep. trunk or treat yeah so dope that's gonna be our first event that's targeting um giving back to kids so we're actually gonna have like we're, everyone's going to be handing out the candy all that normal stuff uh the vendors mm-hmm. but we're actually also going to be out, like giving uh, hygiene stuff and like clothes um and then we're going to be giving out like one free costume to like a, a lucky winner and stuff like that so cool. that's going to be super fun we're going to have like a bull ride there a little bull riding con- <laughs> <Nice. the> contest <laughs> it's, it's going to be fun for sure so we we're, we're really after those community events and just getting everyone together as a whole and seeing seeing what relationships we could we could build and and, and just all of us grow together you know because that was one thing whenever i first jumped into it i i had noticed down south like you guys i there was a, one person i think her pr- forgive me if i pronounce her name wrong you might know her nicole fox uh, fox yeah yes. nicole fox and yeah I, I had noticed she's like huge down here at like the um and and an organization that constantly is was throwing events and like gathering everyone down here so that was one thing that sparked my eye too and it caught me in I had always complimented. I was like, dude, like it seems like down south, like they're able to really kind of come together. So it's crazy. Like we both kind of have that that perspective. Like how like you're like, oh yeah, Albuquerque's coming together. And I'm like, oh yeah, Las Cruces is coming together. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. So we're coming together more. Yeah, and it's
0: coming together. Yeah, <laughs> it's just
1: that we're actually from these cities, and we mm-hmm. actually know like when people are actually coming together and actually yep. doing their part. You know, so that that's huge. But that's that's one thing we're really after is that's that's work together as a community and let's see what impacts we can what impact we could do and what how we can make this a more positive um looked at industry because a lot of people look at it down on the downside you know like i have a i have a couple family members that just don't like cannabis at all and a couple of them i've been able to change their perspective perspective of it but Still trying to battle that stigma of it for sure, but yeah. that's that's what we need to be after. And I feel like if all of us get together as a community and all are able to educate these people, that's going to make that true impact in that kind of that that for that kind of that choice, like for them to go over basically. And, yeah,
0: yeah, hundred percent. So. Because you know we're still kind of you know stuck in the basement with you know some of the regulations and everything that's in the state. Yeah. Um, and that's you know pretty much everywhere in the nation. You know we haven't really come together and figured out how to do this correctly, yeah. and we're we're kind of getting there. In New Mexico, we're on the right, right path. You know, okay. I think we're, we're on the right path. Of course, nothing's perfect. Yeah. Um, but I feel we we did it better. I mean, California doesn't really have consumption laws like we do. Yeah. You know, like you know, the, I think governor newson uh, Newsom just vetoed a bill that would have allowed you know Amsterdam style you know cafes, and I was yeah. like, oh my god, <laughs>
1: yeah, I was like, they're like, nope, out the door. And yeah, like, and like they're yes. always giving
0: us shit because we're behind. I'm like, you guys are kind of behind on that though. Yes. You know, like there there's some certain parts where we're kind of excelling versus other states, and we kind mm-hmm. of get overlooked. You know, just like a, that one fact I tell people all the time that New Mexico was the very first medical cannabis state um, back in the 70s. And that's something that's overlooked all the time. Like, oh, California, I'm like, it's actually us. You know, like, like you know, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's actually us. But okay, whatever, y'all can have that. Um, so, yeah, it's great to see that, you know, you guys are just pushing for that, you know, and just like, no, let's get out there. Let's put ourselves out there. And, you know, and some of you watching that maybe in the industry, you're having a hard time, you know, getting out there, just go. You know, some of these events, these pop-ups that you can do are free. You know like the top crop one that was free. Definitely. You know, yeah, we all just got to go and hang out and you know it was just a whole community thing. Yes. You know, um it, it was it was just great to see, you know. And, and of course, you know Green Fagel went with their, their cart and whatever and was yeah, driving was around about, and, it. Yeah, it's it. always fun to see that thing and you know it's just it was cool, you know. Yes. And so I'm glad to see. So I appreciate you guys doing that for the community and so much you guys have done. And just yes. already from just seeing it with my own eyes, you know, and experiencing it myself. So Thank you for, you know, coming on the show with me. But however, before we move on to our next topics, where can people find you in Albuquerque and where could they find you online, Instagram and all that good stuff?
1: So, and we're actually in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Our address is 637 Broadway Boulevard, Northeast. Um, and it's off of uh, Broadway, South of Lead. So it's right in the heart of the city. And our Instagram is Galileo underscore cannabis underscore LLC. Our first profile got shadow banned. So you have to type in all those specific underscores to find us now, but we're still out there. We're not stopping and we're just we're pushing through it. But and our Facebook, I think it's just Galileo Canvas LLC. Okay.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well appreciate that. Thank you for sharing and thank you for being on the show. you guys have a lot of you know, rich culture that you bring to the to the industry. So, you know, thank you for, for joining me today and making that trip again. So,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, so we'll move on to some more topics. Um, I'm going to keep you guys updated. What's going on in the state? Um, there's a couple of things that happened just in the past couple 24 hours. Um, so yesterday um, it looks like an intern committee hearing happened. And I'm not too sure if it was in Santa Fe or where it was exactly because I got it at almost probably the last 40 minutes of the hearing um, mm-hmm. is probably where I got to view. And what the area that I caught really was focusing on um, license closure and that's been a big hot controversial topic here in the state we should close we shouldn't close it'll save uh, businesses it won't save businesses you know this and that and really what I got was the legislature was very standoffish when it came to closing licensure and we can't really blame them or anybody else if that's the case because some of these people from out of state don't know the history in New Mexico what we've dealt with um, for the liquor licenses, we had a, um, no more licenses were being issued. And so that caused licenses to inflate in prices to a hundred thousands. And of course I've heard of the million dollar license, you know, story several times here in the state and, you know, that's kind of sort of slowly changed. Um, but they, they say that several times we don't want another of that happening. And myself, I've heard of people and they've told me I'm going to buy a license and I'm not going to do anything with it. I'm going to sit on it yeah. and I'm going to wait for them to close licenses so I could sell it and make a lot of money. And I'm like, oh my God, here we go again.
1: You're like, no, a race to the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, we're doing that again. Please don't. I'm like,
0: let's go. And that's the issue too with the numbers that we have. Not every number that you see or every retail establishment that's in that number is open, yep. you know, and the CCD acknowledges that. And yes. they actually have numbers of, you know, which ones are actually operating and which ones are not. And I forget the percentage off the top of my head. Please forgive me. And I think I said it in another episode when I was updating people from the last committee hearing. Um, and I, for some reason, These people think that's what's going to happen and these legislators like no we don't want to do that because they probably know that's happening you know and they're kind of like oh my god and they did bring up you know a few good uh points they said well what about these towns that don't have a dispenser just right now for now you know it's only been 18 months you know or you know it's it's a year and a half you know that we've been in this industry so far and you know you guys are kind of you know we need to chill out um you know and a lot of people are just you know kind of stressed i get it our livelihoods around this you know some people put their whole lives on this um, but, you know, at the same time, you know, it's it's a it's a gamble at the same time. You know, like if you don't do it right, you're not innovative, you know, you know it's going to be kind of rough for you. You know, um, what's kind of your thoughts on that? You know, the whole, you know, license closure thing.
1: You know, I've, uh, I've kind of, I'm on the fence too. I, I personally, I'm, I'm a local in Albuquerque and I feel like there should just be some type of stipulations around the the owners and, mm-hmm. the, and there should be some type of like basically like if they're, if they don't have a certain if they're not from here basically yeah in my opinion like it if it's other people coming in from all these saturated markets from the saturated states coming in they that's that sh- that's where something should be drawn i'm not sure exactly what and mm-hmm. i would really have to sit there and kind of come up with more of a analytical plan for that but i i feel like there there should be a cap on the licenses personally but i've also heard the exact same thing where if they do put a cap on the licenses or they stop the licenses it's going to raise the the price for the current licenses and then everyone's going to try to go sell their, their current yeah. license and it's
0: another race yeah. to the bottom yeah <laughs> <laughs> so
1: it's, it's kind of a, exactly like you said it's double-edged sword it's, exactly so it's really i personally i think there should be a cap Mm. And, and I, I believe it would help in my opinion. I think there wouldn't be because literally, right, luckily where we're at, there's not too many other dispensaries. There's, I think the closest one is like six minutes from us, okay. but you have dispensaries that are literally like one minute, one, not even one minute from each other, like just across the street
0: from yeah. each other. Like, oh yeah, same here.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. And it's, it's, there's certain areas of the city, especially, especially out that it's just saturated. I'm like, dude, if you're not a well-established brand already and you're trying to come and compete against some of these big dogs and you're right across the street from them, it's 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 super hard to do that and shred so it. So it's it's definitely interesting to see how it's gonna play out and I'm really I'm curious to see. But in my opinion, yes, there should be a camp. Yes. Yeah.
0: And you know to be honest with me at the very beginning I was for a out of state cap or an out of state ban. Yes. um altogether. And that's something that I had pushed for. I said, we need to give ourselves an opportunity because we're going into this with only 34 33 producers. Yes. You know, we're not ready. We don't have enough product. Um let's allow the New Mexicans to do it first for I don't know, first 3 years. And then we can allow the out of state entities come in because yes. by then the federal laws may change. And to be honest, that timeline seems to be correct still because yeah. um, this year it looks like the federal laws may change. So by then, that timeline still would have helped us out and to kind of avoid where we're at right now because a lot of the people that got into this came in with very little capital, you know, and still some, you know, today, you know, can't, are still going in with very little capital. And to me, um, I don't find that to be the, the best route to go when you're going into this industry because you need to be fully funded. You need to be fully educated. You need to understand what you're getting into um, if you're getting into this because if not, you're going to have a really bad time. Yes. And I've seen a lot of people already have a really bad time. Um, and it's already currently happened as we have this episode I'm recording right now. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's, it doesn't stop for the important things. You know, the pain continues. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I think another thing that was scared the legislators is we had very limited licenses during the medical years. And you both, all, all of us in this room essentially know that that was terrible for us. Yes. You know, they wouldn't expand it to where it was, it made sense. You know, like I was, I'm from Alamogordo. everybody knows. And when I moved back from Hawaii, when I, after I got out of the military, you know, that's where I was and that's where I became a patient. We had no dispensaries in Alamogordo. Now there's a ton. Um, the only place I could go to is here in, uh, Cruces, there was one dispensary or in Rio Doso. Yeah. So my options were out of town and one, I had to go cross a border check. Makes and back sense. then, you know, you did not fuck around with the border checks back then. Yeah. Um, the medical program was totally different. It was so strict in the state that, you know, it almost, didn't make sense except for the ppl part you know like growing your own cannabis that was the only part that kind of you know kept a lot of people in the program or you know just some legal protections that we did have until we expanded it around 2019 2018 um which is fairly recent you know um so i think that's another thing that scared them because it was it caused so many issues you know there was you know shitty supply there was you know the quality was terrible you know like it's only getting better you know now you know like now it's barely getting better and we're kind of healing from that and i think that's the other idea with it um that they have and you know there's there's a lot of people that you know we're not too sure what it's going to do you know if we close licenses you know it's, it's kind of like an idea like I think this is going to work so but we're not sure you know because other states have tried it but this is New Mexico you know if try to do things that California or Colorado does it doesn't really work yes. you know and not all the times so there's, there's certain little things that will work you know here but for the most part it doesn't and that's one thing that I think from them and from hearing them, that's what they're getting at. And another thing that they brought up, and I didn't even think of this myself, was entitlement. Um, they feel that a lot of people are entitled to the license when we don't own the license. It's given to us, you know, where it's pretty much leased to us by the state every year. Yes. You know, we have to renew it every year. If you owned it, you wouldn't have to do that. Exactly. You know, like you'd maybe pay taxes. Um, so that's one thing they wanted to remind people is like, you're not entitled to this license, you know, please respect it that way. You know, there's rules and regulations that we have to follow now. You know, this is a regulated um, industry. And I understand some people out there, you know, they want it to be just like tomatoes. And I'm with you on that. But there's a way things are and a way things should be. And right now, um, we have to follow these rules. And we have a chance to do something amazing. And we're on track to do that. And I think that's what he was just trying to get people to understand. Like, hey, you know, you have this opportunity to, you know, make a lot of money, you know, make New Mexico great. Don't ruin it. You know, by thinking that this belongs to you out of a right. You know, it's, it's not. And you know, I was like, you know what, that's, that's right, that's right. That's fair. You know, it's, it's a little wake up call because the CCD is cracking down. I think the last time I was in Albuquerque this past weekend, someone mentioned to me that they have a consumption, well, an illegal consumption task force or something like that. You know, they're going around to the, like the, <clears throat> to the events, the, you know, the, the sessions. Yeah. The legal session task force is what it is. That's and they're crazy. trying to shut them down and press charges and all this and that. And you know, yeah. to me, that's a little ridiculous. Um, you know, it's, no one's getting hurt. Um, should there be sales? No. I can't condone if there are or not sales going on at these things. But, you know, like, it's, it's, it doesn't seem fair, in my opinion, to go around because that's a part of our culture and we shouldn't be put into the, back into the closet or the basement because of that. And that's something that legislature has acknowledged that we are doing it, but from my understanding, they were kind of, you know, hands-off. But that's legislature. CCD is a little bit different and I think they want to take a different approach. In my opinion, this is something that needs to change in the law this next coming session, we need to go and be like, all right, when you look at it, because the legislature has already mentioned and stated that they're looking at in the next bill having a, an event license, like something temporary, you know, it's for an event. You can go, you can sell there, we can consume there, you know, just like Tem- any other kind of yeah, temporary. So I feel that's something that we all need to push for, you know, if we push for it, we can get it um, because that's something I feel our community and just the culture needs and is. Yes. You know, we should be allowed to go to the park somewhere, you know, and have a event like just they do with wi- the wine fests, yes. you know, like, and the only difference between me going downtown and being next to someone smoking a cigarette or a vape is a three foot flimsy fence, yeah. you know, and I've seen it in Albuquerque, it's here and Al- out, you know, in, in Cruces. And so yeah. I don't think that's very fair either. You know, like, we, it's let's make it make sense. Um, yeah. And, you know, I don't know how you feel about that. But that's just kind of how I feel. It's like let's 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 make it fair, yes. you know. Like let's let's stop that stigma, you know. And that's that's one thing that I'm still fighting for is to kill that stigma, and you guys are too. Yes. And you guys are doing a phenomenal job at it. <laughs> You're too, man. You're killing it.
1: Thank you. No, it, it definitely makes sense. Exactly like how you said that you used to struggle so much to have to find your your medicine. Mm-hmm. You would either have to go to Rio dos or way down yeah. to a certain area to find it. And now it's everywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's Can't throw rock so, yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. So. It's like everyone <laughs> saw the business opportunities and they, they went for it, you know, and you definitely got to respect the hustle. You got to respect the grind and you could see it. And it's, it's, it's crazy to see like how much it's gotten though. And exact kind of touching back on what you said about the out out of state, like band, basically, like I, I stand strong on that. I feel like that's huge. I feel like there, this is our time to shine. This is yeah. our time to put our, Education, our resources, everything our that we've worked for to, to shine. You know yes. what I'm saying? So I I feel like that's that's huge, and I, I agree. It's we want to build us. You know these all these other brands that have already established, they they've already done well. They, yeah. They they've already done good for themselves, and if they're obviously having to jump ship from that state to come over here to see because they see an opportunity, yeah. Then it's it's definitely a little rough. You know there there is a couple big time brands that like are more engaged in the community yeah. and more kind of involved in the community like i know um there there's like a wild like wild yeah. one. Wild yeah. he, they, they came through our facility they showed nothing but respect educated all of us and you could see how they're actually like trying to really kind of focus on that community drive and and helping each other so that's dope yeah that that one was super fun and then in regards to the consumption lounge that one yeah it's 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 crazy how like there's there's so many great areas i yeah. feel like with no, that there one. Is. and they like how you said that first they weren't really it seemed like they weren't really cracking down on it and they the legislator at least they they didn't seem too focused on it like it was like oh, we know they're happening and but we just don't really we're not focused on it right now and then now to, to realize that the CCD is like having people go around to kind of target those events and like actually see what they could do I, I feel like it's it's a little excessive yeah and I feel like they could definitely be putting their time to something else that would be more beneficial mm-hmm. um but you know I, I understand it at the end of the day they there is these licenses for a reason and like you said they the it's not just something that's going to be you don't own it that's not your license you know so you have to work hard and you have to make sure you're educated enough and make sure you know where you're jumping into before you do it you know it's it's a it's a crucial business and they're looking for whether it's a cc it's not really a ccd it's more your competitors your competitors are constantly on edge looking for anything that they could like report you to the ccd for even if there isn't anything they could report you they're still going to report you yeah you know so the ccd is going to be up your neck checking everything out so just it's, it's, it's just, I think it's truly important when these, that they clear up those gray areas. Like you yeah. said, a lot of people don't know, and a lot of people aren't, um, either they don't, they didn't have the proper capital, they didn't have the proper knowledge, whatever it is, they, they need a little bit more kind of clear, like a little bit more clear instructions, I guess, on some, yeah. some stuff, you know, uh, specifically the consumption lounges. Like I, I remember we, we contacted the CCD and tried to, um get like kind of like a, a checklist how like the producers and manufacturers and the retail stores have and they sent me an article and they're like oh you got to read this and it was like 52 pages long and I was oh, like, oh no I was like, all right we're still gonna read it yeah. Like, oh yeah you could have been more like specific you know? yeah so it's definitely like there it's that's something you know like instead of having people out there looking at like these events that people are smoking weed and, and like you said there's already wine festivals there's stuff that people are already doing stuff like that why can't we do that? And I think it's just so fresh. Yeah. And I think that eventually, I, I hope it does come. And I, I really, I, I do, I, I would love for that. That'd be super cool. Could you imagine just going to an event and just seeing all of the top producers and manufacturers around being able to actually sell you their product? And, yeah. You know, and I know um, Route 66 Organics was kind of after that. And that's one thing that was really different about them too, is they, they their facility, they were looking to get all of the manufacturers in-house, or producers yeah. in-house, you know, and that's smart everyone's in-house everything you don't have to go and restock because it's yeah. already a brand in-house that's making sure they're stuck yeah. themselves yeah so um i think that would be super cool is just making sure that the, let's let's see where it goes with those events yeah. basically i'm really interested in we're all about events like yeah. we we're we're all about getting the community together and and just networking and resourcing but i think there there definitely is 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 a line and you just have to get educated enough on what you can and can't do. Yeah. So it's, it's 100%. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, I'm interested to see how like everything plays out with the consumption lounges because I've seen a ton of different ones. Yeah. A ton. And I've seen like some even close. And I'm yeah, really, very too. interested to see like, how everything plays
0: out with it, I guess. Yeah, so. yeah, me too. You know, and we're seeing you know live here in New Mexico, living here, and we're seeing everything change. And we're on a sped up timeline. I've said that you yeah. know several times. We're on a sped up timeline compared to other states. Yeah. <clears throat> the other states' bubbles didn't happen until about two, almost three years into their you know industry. You know, we're seeing a year you know into the industry that bubble popped and whew, things went crazy. We did a weird thing like this with the licenses, and now they're on a, a downward spiral. We're a thousand thirteen. Um, we're down from 1,040 a couple months ago. Okay. Um, so we are seeing a downward trend. And I do see that's just a natural trend. And from watching other states, the same thing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the people who just can't make it aren't going to make it. You mm-hmm. know, because the average sales in, in the state for dispensaries, it's 50K. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's it, that's not very high. And so, you know, that's not much to pay your bills because that 50K isn't the 50K you get to keep, you know, there's, there's all, yeah, you only keep a small fraction yeah. of that, you know, like that doesn't leave you a lot of wiggle room. Exactly. You know, like there's, there's here in Cruces top crop, they're making probably 200,000 um, down in Sunland, 900,000, you know, wow. so yeah, they're able to operate a little bit, you know, more smoothly than, you know, other places so you know you look at fifty thousand, you're like, oh my god you know and i've looked at some they're making ten thousand eight thousand dollars a month and i'm like how are you still around yes you know and you know to be honest it's unfortunate but from the get-go of this industry it was meant for people to open up and shut down and for people to be for to in competitive kind of thing you know the may the best competitor win at the end of the day 100%. and we are see, seeing that now it's unfortunate i'm sorry to those who are going through that now or if you have shut down or whatever but this is the game we decided to play. And at the end of the day, we all knew that this was the plan from the very beginning, too. Um, and also, you know, closing licenses, like I said before, doesn't guarantee anybody being saved either. You know, like if you're struggling now, who's to say you're not going to struggle as soon as they close the licenses. And if you have the capital to try again, you can't, you know, because you, you kind of shot yourself on the foot there. Exactly. So that's another side of that sword that sucks. You know what I mean? And it's rusty. <laughs> yeah, and it's super, super rusty. And I hate it. Um, so th- that's one thing that I thought about recently. I was like, well, I mean, who's to say they're going to get saved, you know, like, you know, closing licenses, that's not a guarantee, yeah, exactly. you know, that, it, that the reason of closing licenses was to allow people to shut down, you know, like, and if you don't know, you're not going to make it or not, or if you're not sure and anything can happen, you know, that, that could be a shot in the foot. Um, and that's another thing I kind of got from the legislature too, you know, just kind of squeezing out from what they were saying. It's just like, okay, you know, I can kind of see that kind of being a thing, you know, where. You know, like who's to say you're going to be around, you know, like anything can happen. You can get hit by a bus tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then your 100%. business is gone. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's but, gone anyway. Yeah. But
1: now it's not tricky. Yeah. Now yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <was> really gone. <laughs> exactly. So, you know.
0: That, that was more of the gist of, you know, what, what they're talking about in the interim committee and, you know, I there guess. was a panel of, you know, maybe six people from the industry and, you know, regardless if, you know, you and I agree or don't agree, I kind of felt that six people isn't enough to really tell what the industry really wants, okay. you know, and it, it's kind of unfortunate that that keeps happening and I kind of feel town halls um, around the state needs to happen with the different state representatives that are, you know, from those areas. Yes. You need to start holding town halls and figuring out what do you guys want and need through the industry. And it needs to be more advertised than it normally is. You know, normally I feel like one of the only people, and there's been a couple helping me out lately, um, putting information out. You know, I know they say it's on the website, this and that, but. People don't look, you know, they look at Instagram, they look at Twitter, they look at Facebook and everything. And when stuff's on that, they see it a little bit more and it's more exposed. Yes. Um, so here's a tip for you in the state, use social media. Um,
1: If you're not oh you're behind. Yeah, yeah,
0: you guys are a little behind. And you know, it would help us out too if you know the legislators did have those town hall meetings. You we could all get together. You know, uh, be you agree or disagree, you know, we got to hear from what the industry in that area is saying. And then those legislators can go to the legislative session when it comes time and say, this is what my constituents have said in the industry um, from our town halls that we conducted. Because during the time when we were actually trying to legalize it, our sheriff, our current sheriff, Sheriff Stewart, she actually did that in the whole county. She went around to every little nook and cranny. She even went to Oregon, New Mexico, which is just right outside of Las Cruces, going towards Alamogordo, just up the mountain. It's just a little, tiny little area right outside of of town. She even went there, and I I attended it. And she was wanting to get everyone's input from the areas of, how do you feel about this? And it wasn't like her opinion or anything. She just wanted to hear what we had to say. You know, like, she just, like, tell me. You know, I am... Here to hear what you out and hear what you have to say you know she was like you are my constituents because believe it or not if you guys don't know a sheriff is an elected position <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you have to you don't really have to have any kind of poli- policing experience or anything it's an elected position yeah. people just have to vote for you in there so she understands that and so i think that's why she's fend off so well here in, in the area because she does stuff like that okay. you know and she's like more or less willing to hear us out like Engaged. okay what issues do we have you know like what is your concerns and if the, if the legislators did that, I think the industry would be a lot better. Yeah. I don't know about you.
1: No, I, I agree a hundred percent. It's just that lack of involvement and it's, they're taking the wrong information. And it's, it's also, it falls onto our end as well, because there's not a lot of people that educate themselves and put themselves in the position to have a voice. You know, I know that they, they have these committees constantly and that we're, that's one thing we're actually working on is really getting more involved with those and making sure we have associate over there, like. Making sure we're we're staying up to date, we're voicing our opinion, we're 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 making we're protecting our patients. You yeah, know? we're protecting yeah, ourselves, and it's it's important when you have those individuals or that especially like the sheriff, for example. That was that's huge. Yeah, that Amazing. wasn't that wasn't out of, she had did all of that out of her out of her. She didn't own have will, to do it, you know. Yeah. What I'm saying? So it's I, if the legislator definitely had that approach and they could see it more from that understanding, I feel like it would definitely be more beneficial, and it would be for it would it would create a better flow overall. Yeah. with us wanting to to voice our opinions and not feel so kind of shut down versus mm-hmm. like and and so i think it, i think that would be huge I, I i really feel like if they did go around to these town to these different town halls like you got bernalillo like you got albuquerque you mm-hmm. got las lunas like go to all these different different um little cities and just hold like a little meeting and see who wants to go see who wants to voice their opinion and kind of, kind of go from there, and, and just discuss different topics on each meeting. So yeah. I think that w- that would be huge. I think that would be something that they like all. Overall, everyone in New Mexico would benefit from that.
0: Yeah, 100%. It it gives us a gauge of where are we, where do we need to go? Yes. You know, like what does the industry need? And that's kind of my thing is like, what does the industry need? You know, what does it need and what does our culture here need? Well, it needs event licenses. You know, it needs more plants for micros, you know, et cetera, et cetera, on and on. So, yeah, we, we could go on for days with that. but. I really want to say we have to, you know, move on to the next topic. You know, we, we covered so much on this. And if you guys want <laughs> to check it out, you know, check out the NM uh, nmlegis.gov website under webcasts. And it should be under the archives there. If not, I'm not too sure what's going on. The state does all kinds of weird stuff with their archives. Um, but the hearing should be under there. Um, you should be able to watch it. If not, I don't control that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just know where it's you. at. Yeah, yeah. I don't.
0: I don't build that website. <laughs> so don't go after me. Um, I'm just giving you guys. I'm the messenger here. They're waiting outside. Yeah, me. yeah. But you know, in the end, we're gonna uh, end up with the people who you know thought outside the box. were inov- innovative. You know nice. who. Thought of you know different ways to approach this industry. In the end, we're gonna be with those people, and those people will be left. And I am excited for that because right. now, I hate to say it, it's kind of like the purge. Yeah. You know, like we're seeing a lot of people shut down. I mean, going from you know 10:40 to 10:13, you know, it's kind of a kind of a big little jump. Um, so, you know, let's just not forget about the people who live, breathe, and you know, just kind of are all about this culture. You know, you guys should be okay. You know the ones who do that and especially like you you know okay. keep soldiering on and drive on with the mission you got this so yeah you guys got it so anyway and that's the same thing for you guys out there too just drive that's on with gone. the mission so anyway we're going to move on to the last um topic that we have this one seems like it's long but there was a lot of copy and paste so the ccd looks like they're going to have another hearing next month um i believe it's on the 9th or it's on the 12th there's a 9 in there i think it's at 9 a.m i'll have to get you guys the exact dates um but i did have it on the facebook group the nm area 420 but it is gonna be next month. It's gonna be most likely in Santa Fe. Um, You can leave public comments so you don't have to attend. However, it's always better to attend so that way they can get your public comment and it's all recorded so that way they can go back and not just read the public comments from online, but the ones that were from there in person. Um, So this is um, gonna be an important one. This isn't a panel hearing. A panel hearing is more or less just like, okay, you know, we wanna know what's going on kind of thing. This one is a CCD rules changes hearings. And there's a bunch of stuff that they're kind of adding, some stuff they're striking out. And a strike out, what that means is just taking it out of the rules. um, And anything underlined means that it's gonna be there. So if you guys read it, that's what that means. Um, Just to kind of give you an idea. That's kind of what you can do to glance over Say if you're a retail spot, look for the spot that talks about the retail. Don't worry about manufacturing. Don't worry about production unless you're in that industry and you have that license, because none of this will pertain to you, and you're wasting your time. Um, That's the fastest way you can get through these documents.
1: Driving through those fifty-two pages.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and Control Find is your best friend.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: Control Find. Oh man, it's so quick. So I'm gonna go through this real quick. Um, and a lot of this is going to be producer, it's going to be, you know, something for amended, then you go to manufacturing. and it's pretty much all the same for them. They just have to cover their grounds for it. They can't just say, same for all, you know, they have <laughs> to do it. So the first change that they're adding to this is an applicant's employee information, including but not limited to names, identification, identification photographs, employment history, and demographic information. So they're want, going to want more information, and this is for just a producer, just your requirements. They're going to want to know who your employees are, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I'm thinking before they didn't really have as much of the information, they want to make sure that they're getting all the information that they can within their capabilities of the law. Um, second one, or, you know, it's more the third, some of these are skipped because I'm not going to add all that. That's way too much to read. I'm just going to add, read to you guys what's being added. Um, proof of applicant has acquired all applicable documentations from the local jurisdiction in which the license premise will be located, including proof of business registration, proof of zoning approval, and proof of completion of fire inspection. Now I kind of feel this is gonna, you know, make it a little longer for certain people to get their license because some of the stuff takes time. And you guys know, you know, sometimes getting that fire inspection it's costly and you know, sometimes that guy is really busy. Um, so how long did it take you guys to, to get some of, you know, these things through before you were able to say, okay, it's done.
1: Honestly, we, we, luckily it was a huge learning experience. So last year in July, we actually had our first property, our commercial property. And it was, it was our first building that we had ever obtained on a commercial, uh, area, I guess. And that one, um, the, it was a huge learning experience, basically the, we were able to get all the licenses all the zoning everything at that building and then since i already knew what it took and i was going through different learning obstacles jumping into this new commercial facility was easy honestly we jumped into it we're like all right we need this 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 let's go so honestly it was it really took kind of that learning that learning curve to to figure out like all right what's what all do we need so as soon as we got this new commercial building we were we were open within like a month i think it was okay so, so a we were, little bit
0: of a learning curve kind of helped you yeah yeah definitely
1: yeah. so um yeah so i think that learning curve definitely helped us out on that just learning exactly what we we're gonna need all the zoning all it was it was it was crazy it was
0: so you kind of went into this one like okay we need this this and this and this already you know exactly. kind of like when i go into the military base and they want me to bring in paperwork i'm like i'm bringing everything yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and i'm bringing everything yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> always better to be more like prepared than unprepared. yeah
0: so. definitely so then you know that's the way you make bureaucracy your bitch. <laughs> <Just> <laughs>
1: yeah, take yeah, everything thanks. you can
0: possible you <laughs> yeah yeah and then figure it out from there got
1: more than what you
0: need right exactly oh you need that i got
1: five yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got
0: copies for you so Um, going down the next thing is uh, proof of applicant is properly registered with the new mexico taxation and revenue um, department for gross receipt tax if applicable cannabis excise tax Um, so there's different kind of taxes and stuff here in new mexico i won't get into it but this is something that they're adding they just want to make sure that you're and this is something that they told me the other day because i called them with a different question they said before you even get your license yeah you do have to be registered with tax and rev you know you yes. pretty much have to have an account with them it didn't have to have proof and then that way we can send it through and so that's something that Love they're that. putting into concrete now and I think they just told me that because it's going to be something that's going to be in the changes like no we're just going to kind of implement that now you know etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, so the next one is a detailed description of any denial suspension uh, revocation uh, surrender or any other form of discipline or, you know, through the 16.82 NMAC2 disciplinary action by cannabis licensing agency in another state, jurisdiction, or territory against the applicant or controlling person, controlling person associated with the applicant. So what this is pretty much right here is, you know, the issues that we had with people around the state who were kind of not in good standing in other states, and they, you know, kind of had some charges pending. Um, This is kind of their way, without changing the law right now, to get, that fixed, um, and that's kind of what I'm getting from this. You know, like they're saying, as long as you're you're good in these other standings in these states, you're good. However, from this right here, um, you kind of have to tell them um, is what it's seeing. So it's kind of like you know a fix, but not. So they they only know what they know, yeah. um, and what you tell them. So this right here doesn't seem that they can still do federal background checks or anything yet.
1: Yeah, because there's still probably a way to go around that.
0: Yeah, definitely. And right now. Um, the federal background checks aren't happening due to a um, mistake that we made when we wrote the cra yes. um, we didn't do it correctly per what the federal government wants so they can't do our federal background checks because we didn't do the proper steps bureaucracy um yeah yeah so we didn't make bureaucracy our bitch, and hopefully we fix that okay. and do um, so the, the, the last one on this, and this pretty much you know um, applies to all of them um, except a few changes on others, and I'll go through that. Failure of applicant to provide additional information when the division determines an application for licensure is incomplete, an applicant will have 48 hours to rectify any deficiencies before the division will reject the application. Like that. Yeah, so you have a little time limit. I don't know how long you know they gave people before, et cetera, um, or how long you guys had if you had any issues, um, but now you get 48 hours to fix it. Um, or they're going to just reject the whole application you got to start over, you know, go back to go. Um, Do not click $200, you probably lost $200. (laughs) 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 And (laughs) so, so I'm going to go down real quick. Um, So for the producer license, looks like they're striking out, you know, material substantial change, a licensed security system. They're striking that out and they're adding a decrease um, and they're just leaving in the material substantial modification of the premise. So I think what they're adding is a uh, security thing somewhere else um the next one on that would be a decrease in plant count which a license is currently licensed to produce so if your plant count decreases you know you got to tell them all that stuff so that's pretty much for you know the amended part of a producer license you know if you're trying to just produce and that's if you're trying to amend things like say if your plant count changes or you want to go up or down or whatever this is going to be that's an amendment you have to amend you know your your, uh, application um so a change for that and you know this kind of applies to everything too but a little bit different like i said especially on this amendment part because a manufacturing is a little different from a producer and, you know, even a courier, you know, because on the courier portion, I'll get to that. There's a couple other things that I will mention. Um, so under materials and substantial change, um, underscored is additional or removal of license activities taking place on a single license premise or, and there's other stuff that co- goes with that with it. What they have striked out, though, which um, was down under that is. Changes to a licensed security system, including relocation or security points or installation of a new security system. So, what this does is allows you guys to kind of figure out the best spots for your security system without having to go through the state <laughs> <I love laughs> to that. say, hey, I move this five inches, um, am I going to get it's in trouble? Here. Yeah. <laughs> <out of> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I move this slightly, am I good? So, that's actually kind of like a, a duh change, to, in okay. my opinion. You know, kind of like, okay, that's, that's a little, makes sense. Um, Another thing that struck out, meaning they're taking out, is modification of the premise or relocation cannabis activities, which is something they kind of mentioned before. Um, So there's a few things that you won't have to go through them to change in your your spot and all that. Um, So that's good. So now here's the minimal requirements for production of cannabis. Um, This is something they're adding. Uh, Cannabis plants that have germinated or cannabis clones that have been placed growing medium shall not be moved to any of the licensed premises to prior to the final harvest of the plant, or wastage of the plant so it looks like they're just trying to crack down yes. uh, a little bit more on like quality control yeah a little bit yeah. more on the quality control there uh, that's something that they're adding now keep this in mind none of this has a start date none of this is set in stone that's why they're having the public comment, so you guys can read all this listen to this right now I'm not gonna read everything guys I'm not I'm not do that I'm not your teacher um, so Um, i'm going to read a portion of it we'll have the link in the description of where to find these documentations i'll get gino that he's looking at me like where the hell is it um i'll get gino that after the show so that way we can have it for you guys in the description just give it a click you can go read all this just read what pertains to your license and it's really not that big of an area um you can see what's there now what's going to change and what's being taken out so that way you're not wasting time you should only take maybe 15 20 minutes at the most um if you're a slow reader maybe maybe 30 like myself um, so, moving on, you know, same thing for the manufacturing license. You know, it's pretty much the same thing proof within the taxation, blah, 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 description of denial, fair application, um, employee information, um, all that good stuff. Um, this one right here, it says include a proof of business registration, proof of zoning approval, et cetera, et cetera, because you know, manufacturing, all that good stuff. Um, and I believe, yeah, and also with the tax and rev. And of course you have all the fire inspections and all that stuff that goes along with all that stuff Good, um, and so it's same thing with the de- you know denial of suspension um, going down to the amendment it's pretty much the same thing about the change of the premise um increase decrease of the premise and you know sell property etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, one thing they're taking out is change to license security system same thing as before um going down to the retailers um it's pretty much the same thing um going on pretty much the whole way they're, they're copying and pasting it there um, one thing that is here that I'm seeing that's different is on the amendment side is material or substantial change of the size, and it has like a, a thing there. I forgot to do an underline on this, but um, oh, yeah, the security, license security system. So it's the same thing from before, um, and it looks like additional of removal of license activities. So say you have like a consumption lounge attached to it. You're going to have to let them know it's not there anymore or it is, et cetera. And of course, you know, if you're applying for it, they know it's there. Um one thing that they did strike out is change to a licensed security system. Same thing as before or a modification to it. So that's going to stay the same. Now we get down to the courier. And this is where I'm talking about is a little bit different and it makes sense where it's a little bit different because when you're a courier, you have a vehicle involved with your business solely. Um, so What's underlined here is an applicant's employee information. That's the same thing from before. Proof of tax. That's the same from before. Now, however, here's different proof of vehicle registration, vehicle insurance for each vehicle to be used in career activities. I guess that wasn't in there before. And mm-hmm. uh, now they're adding that in because there are probably something happened with vehicles and of course insurance.
1: Different vehicles, stuff like that. Yeah,
0: you know, and it's, it makes sense. Um, they want a copy of delivery plan, including but not limited to um, how cannabis and cannabis products will be picked up and delivered, ensuring proper chain of custody throughout security will be maintained throughout delivery and how payment will be accepted so probably going again closing more loopholes ensuring that we're you know crossing our t's dotting our i's however you want you to do it if you're dyslexic it's the other way um so that doesn't seem like it's too bad it just seems like they want you to just be a little more detailed on how you're going to go about this you know it probably goes down to security too as well next underlying thing and we're almost done y'all don't give me stay with me <laughs> i know this stuff's boring but if you're in the industry no, you got to no know boring. this um, so the last, uh, one of the last things here is detailed description of any denial of suspension, same thing as before. And of course, failure of applicant to provide information, blah, blah, blah. You have 45, um, 45 hours to rectify, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and you go to consumption license, same as above, you know, same thing there. And there wasn't really much of a change between that and like a retail space. So I'm I'm not going to mention it. If it does apply to you, go ahead and read it. So that way you get a full understanding. Maybe there's something that I missed, but I'm just giving you guys a full, a little bit of a tidbit of what's in here. What's really going to change. It just seems like just closing some loopholes and stuff. Um, one thing that I did notice that's kind of huge. I mean, it was the only change under finished product and labeling, meaning like the labels, is no sticker or other obstruction shall be used to cover the cannabis logo. And what that means is the little THC logo that's red and it has to be red. It has a little leaf on it that says THC. That can't be covered. And the reason why they're doing that most likely is because the places that were selling out-of-state cannabis, they were just slapping the New Mexico sticker over Ruined the THC sticker and fucked it up for everybody. Of because there's some people who they just had a... Simple mistake from the printing, and it didn't print out red, printed out black, and they had to put a red. Same one? Yeah, yeah, or came out blue, wrong color, right. and they had to take the red sticker and put it over it, even though it's the same thing and it's not different from the state. Um, that kind of does cause some issues for people that have ran into that issue. I've seen it myself. Um, but the reason why they're doing this is because some of the not nice people who brought out of state cannabis here were selling it, did exactly that. And so they're just trying to close that loophole. To ensure that they can go after the people that are doing such things so that's really the only thing in the product and labeling that i saw um the same thing for them um when it comes to product labeling change the license security system etc etc they're crossing that out um so that's really all i have this week guys um for the episode i really wanted to just give you an idea what's in these changes i'll have the links for you um so that way you can just click 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 but it's up to you to read it um if you guys follow the rules you'll be good if not i'm sorry for you <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah so but that's all we have for this week um however here in crucis we're having the top crop one year anniversary i'll be there with um uh crucis craft cannabis that day um come know. by and say what's up and you know it'll be a cool little event and i think they're having like a whole little you know um, event thing in the parking lot so it should be a good time right. it's gonna be dope cool yeah you got anything to share before we get off maybe events or anything
1: no honestly so just come to our trunk Treat event if you're in albuquerque new mexico stop by on october 27th and also tomorrow we're having a puff and paint night slash block party with lazy day uh lazy days over on eubank it's 1812 eubank boulevard so stop on by visit us and come to the stars with us cool yeah go see galileo guys all right i'll see you next week bye mm-hmm. bad.